Havila Cunnington, and this is Havila's Podcast. I'm excited that you're tuning in today. You know, this podcast was created by Truth to Table so I could have a place to share my heart, biblical truth, simple lifestyle leadership, as well as just connect with my table community, my table tribe. So I hope that you'll spend a few minutes with me as we jump in to whatever God has put on my heart this week. And don't forget that you're never too far gone from where God wants to take you. You are loved, you are seen, and he wants to desperately know everything about you. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Let's jump into this. We are jumping into this month's theme, and it's all about purpose. Now, I know purpose is one of those buzzwords that we hear often, and specifically at church, we'll hear things like God has a purpose or a plan, or we have a destiny. And I get that, that those sound really great until you start thinking about, is my life actually full of purpose? And am I living in the purpose that God has for me? I think this question is really important. I think we need to ask this question, what is God's purpose for my life? And am I living in it? Now, I think it's important to think about this concept, and that is you you don't know what something is created for unless you know the creator, right? So we can kind of have an idea of how something is created, but we don't often know until we figure out kind of why it was created. I think about those moments. I think we all have it. We come from a Mac family, which means we love we love technology. We love iPads and iPhones, and we just we're, we're that family. And so whenever one is like being released or launched, we often will watch them display it and you'll see them. They'll be gathered in this summit and you'll see the guy have the brand new iPad or the computer or the phone and you'll see it behind him, this big, large screen and he's got his cursor and he's showing you and then you can do this and then you can do this and the room's kind of ooing and awing in the process of, wow, we didn't even know this was possible or how did you think about that? And it's it's really fun. And then I obviously totally forget those features. And so I'm that girl that's you know up late at night on YouTube watching somebody who figured out all the shortcuts so I can remember. And I think about this kind of as our life is and our purpose and our God's plan for our life because we don't really often know our full potential unless we know God. Because God is the one that knows all the shortcuts. He's the one that knows all the features, all the way that everything works. And so sometimes we can get an idea of what he has for us, but we've got to actually go deeper in to knowing him and and experiencing him and being around him so that he can reveal to us parts of our lives that we would never have imagined being part of the way we were created. And so for many of us, don't be discouraged if you feel like your purpose is kind of one-sided because it can often feel that way until we are in relationship with him and he begins to reveal things. Another part of understanding how we are created is that we have everything we need inside of us, our purpose, but a purpose is something that ends up being played out. It's not like one scene. It's often throughout the lifetime and sometimes we can kind of have scenes in our life where we think, I don't know how this is all going to work. How is this all going to work for God's purpose in my life? And how is this significant? There's a story in my home that I've heard often. It's my mom's life. And my mom was, uh, lived in Northern California, was raised on a farm there and ended up marrying her high school sweetheart. He was a pilot and a crop duster, um, pilot. So he would go into where the farms were and orchards and he would take that little small yellow plane and he would spray the crops for the farmers. And mom, mom and her husband, um, they got into the hippie movement and their marriage uh, 
kind of began to separate because mom started her walk with Christ. She met Jesus on a TV um, in a hotel room watching Billy Graham. And so her husband didn't really want anything to do with God. And so they had been separated at that point. And mom was believing for restoration and that he would come to know Christ. Well, one night she got a knock on the door and the people that came to meet her, I think it was her mom and dad, came and said, hey, Dennis, which is her first husband, has been killed um, in a crop dusting accident. And my mom explains that, of course, she was in total shock. She went to her bedroom to gather her stuff. And as she went to her bedroom to gather her stuff, she saw on a little piece of paper on her bedpost, Romans 8, 28, for all things work together for the good of those that love and are called according to your purpose. And she said she'll never forget that moment seeing that and that began to be her beacon of hope for her life. I want to read the amplified version of Romans 8:28 because it kind of it just unpacks a little bit more for us. It says, "And we know with great confidence." This is important. When you know God, your confidence grows. When you know what he's saying about you, your confidence grows. When you hang out with the one who created you, your confidence grows to be the one he created you to be. And that God who is deeply concerned about us. This is important. I think we need to understand that God's purpose for our life isn't just a checklist or it's not just a God who's just going good, 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 good. This is a God who's a parent. He's a father. And when he sees our life, he's concerned. He wants all of it to make sense. He wants it all to, to add up. He doesn't ever want a moment of our life to be wasted, even a moment of pain. I think God wants to take it and repurpose it to, to help us in our journey to be with him forever. And it says, for he causes all things to work together as, as a plan for the good of those who love God and those who are called according to his plan and his purpose. This is important. And if we were sitting together, I want to be like, I want you to lean forward for a minute because this is critical. The enemy of your soul wants you to believe that your life is insignificant. One of the greatest storylines that the enemy uses against us is that somehow our life is second best, apathetic, uh, second choice, never going to be significant, never really going to show up, never really going to have impact. And this is the lie that the enemy uses to dilute our own purpose and our own plan. It's the lie that the enemy uses to keep us feeling insecure and not sure. And Romans 8.28 is a prophetic declaration over your life and your family's life and your season. He's saying over your, your spirit, spirit to spirit, listen, all things are going to work together. All the stuff, the good stuff that seems evident and obvious and amazing and the bad stuff that you don't want to talk about and you don't want to see and you're afraid somebody might look at. He says, I'm going to take it all. I'm going to repurpose it. I'm going to refurbish it to put it into a perfect story that I created for you, a perfect purpose that we would become not just have a purpose, but that we become people of purpose, that whatever we go through, we're not thrown off and go, oh, that was a waste. But we say, there's got to be a purpose in the middle of this. So God, reveal yourself to me. I've been an ordained minister for the past 20 years, which means I've spent a lot of these years speaking and preaching all around the world. I've loved communicating. I didn't always love communicating. In fact, I wasn't a great communicator, but I've learned throughout the years. And people have asked me, how did you learn to communicate well? How did you learn your message and your life messages? 
And to be honest, I grew up in an influencer's home. I grew up at, with a dad who was an ordained minister as well. So each time I needed something or had to grow in an area, I could come home and ask him. And I felt like I kind of got the tricks to the trade on some of these aspects. So a lot of people will come and say, I want, I want to be an influencer. I want to have a voice. I feel like I have a message or I, I communicate, but I think there's more I need to grow in. And I can't, can't have you move in with my parents, but what I can do is create a course for you. And this course is called the Crash Course to Communication. The object of this course is that those that are investing in themselves to learn how to put together a message, how to deliver a message, how to start uh, growing your influence, it's all in there. But this first course specifically is about preparing a message. So we'll talk all about openings and closings and then everything in the middle, like biblical hooks, illustrations, how to get the main point, making sure that you have the full healthy meal to give those that you are ministering to. It also gives you activation sheets and I'll teach you things that I learned all throughout the years that have helped me. They're kind of my go-tos when it comes to learning to be up in front of people and communicate the heart of God for those around me. It doesn't have to actually be all a biblical teaching. Many of us just need to know how to communicate well and this course would help you do that as well. There's over six hours of teaching and this can become something that's a part of your library forever. You can reference this every time you have a moment to communicate. All of this will be available to you. And not only that, we'll open up a private group where we can talk to each other and talk about different things that we might be getting stuck in and maybe help each other along the way. I really hope you consider the investment and give yourself a time to learn to prep a message so that your influence on the earth can grow and have a lasting impact. So head over to theinfluencertable.com to find out all the information and to purchase your crash course to communication today. And for all of my podcast family members, I have a special discount for you. I'd love to give you 20% off. So when you get to theinfluencertable.com, make sure you enter in the word podcast in the promo code so you can get that 20% off. I really am excited about this and I think you're going to love it. Now we're going to jump right back over to the podcast. So the lie is that we don't have a significant story, but the truth is, is your story is so significant that if you actually knew how significant it was, you'd never question it again. The Bible says that before you were formed in your mother's womb, he knew all about you. He knew what you would look like. He knew your personality. He knew everything that you had to bring to the world. And I, this is one of my favorite quotes. I use it often. It says, just you being born is evidence that you possess something this generation needs. I just want you to, to hold on to that for a minute. Just you being born, just you being alive, making it to the earth, living on the earth is evidence that you possess something that your generation needs. And it's your, it's your mandate to figure out what that is. And you'll never be satisfied until you figure out why God put you here and what your purpose is on the earth. So here's your five declarations I want you to think about this week. First, I want you to declare over yourself and over your life, my dreams are his dreams. My dreams are God's dreams. It's not separate. It's not, I'm going to fulfill my dreams. And then if it's a spiritual or connected to church or connected to something spiritual, then that's a God dream. No, no. Everything we do, there is no line between secular and sacred. It all matters to God. And so if your dream is to do this and it doesn't feel spiritual, it is spiritual because the Bible says you're to do it unto him. And so everything we do, if we do it unto him, it becomes a spiritual, um, a, a spiritual dream that God has for our lives. 
Secondly is I own my story and it's powerful. Some of us don't like our story. I get it. There are parts of my story. I'm like, can we just erase that chapter or that moment? I don't even want to talk about that. But the truth is the moment I own it and say, you know what? The good, the bad, the highs, the lows, the, the joyful and the heartache, I, all of it. I own it all and it's my story and it's all powerful because my creator is powerful and he's going to turn it into something powerful for the world around me. Thirdly is that God created me with purpose. I want you to say that to yourself. God created me with purpose and for a purpose. So declare that. Fourth is I will fulfill the call of God on my life. This is critical. Guys, I've said this over my life for 20 years. I will fulfill the call of God on my life. And I kind of say it like, watch out because here I'm going to do this like devil. Just be on alert. I will fulfill the call of God on my life. Everything you throw at me, guess what? Be on guard. Time's up, buddy. Time's up. I'm doing this. I will fulfill the call of God in my life. And then lastly, my heart is filled with thankfulness. This is critical. The only way that we can live a fulfilled life and connect all, all the parts is gratitude. It's the part that says, thank you that I'm still alive. Thank you that I survived. Thank you that your purpose is going to make it work. Thank you that I have a, I still have a chance to change it. Thank you, God, that this is the I'm at the right time at the right moment. So thanking God, I'm thankful. My heart is filled with thankfulness for all that God has done. Your activation this week at our table is simple. I want you to spend some time remembering and recalling the dreams of God in your heart. And some of you, it's going to be like, I don't I don't know. I, I have to think about it. Yeah, that's fine. Take your time. Get your journal out and begin to write out one or two moments where you remember God giving you a dream, whether it's as simple as, oh my gosh, I wanted to be a mom and I'm a mom. Or, oh my gosh, I wanted to, you know, do this career and now I'm at the, I'm, I'm fulfilling my career. Whatever it is, write it out. It could be as simple as I wanted to own my own house and I own my own house, but I just want you to like recall the dreams in your heart and acknowledge them. It doesn't matter how small they are, they matter. And God wants you to realize that your track record is that his, your dreams are on their way to fulfillment. Um, also, I want you to think about uh, what ones you might be taking for granted which we kind of talked about a little bit. And I want you just to make sure that you write the ones that are small and acknowledge them, but then also the ones that you're really scared. There's certain dreams I have in my heart that honestly, I haven't even told my husband. I'm like, I don't know if I can say this. And I know I could if, now that I'm talking about it, but there's parts of it where I don't actually acknowledge it. So being willing to acknowledge my dream is this. And sometimes I'll just be honest with you. Sometimes when I actually begin to think about what I want, it's not even the thing I think I should want. That's what I think is often surprising to me is often I'll think, oh, I need this, this, and this, and this. But when it really comes to the heart of it with God and my purpose, it's a little bit more unique and it's different. And it's what I feel like he's put on my life, not on the, the dream that everybody thinks we should have, right? And then make sure that you take a minute, write that down. And then what I want to challenge you in, because again, we are not just raising you up to follow. We want you to lead. I want you to take a minute and record yourself, record the dream that you feel like God has put on your life. And I want you to tell me your scariest dream. The one that you just go, I could never utter it. I want you to say it out loud. And whether it's as simple as I want to be married, I want to have kids. Um, I want to have a ministry. I want to write a book. Um, I want to pay. I want to be out of debt. You can do this. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Well, I hope that really blessed your life. I hope that everything God is trying to get to you, you grabbed a hold of. 
Again, don't forget to give me a shout out on the socials. I'm there almost every day. And if this podcast really spoke to you, would you consider leaving a review so others can find this podcast and as well as some stars? I hope you have a great day and I'll catch you next time. Oh, 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 oh,